Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I'm excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and I've got a great show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Head on over to playup.com, sign up for an account, and find out why. PlayUp is always your best bet. It's Mondays, it's football. And we're going to talk with Michael here. Michael Noonan is on the line. What's up, dude? I'm doing well. How are you, Philip? I'm doing really well. I enjoyed my Sunday away from football. I, I kind of liked the break, really. So I didn't see any football. I watched a little basketball. I watched the Michigan game. Turned it off at the wrong time. And uh, basically just... Oh, I'm sorry. I watched the New York Rangers play last night also. See, that's a, that's not a bad day. I got desperate. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I watched part of the Daytona 500. Ouch. Well, you know what happened? Hmm. This is weird. Little side road. Side roads are good roads. So I started, uh, I watched Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s podcast on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a racing guy. <laughs> okay, nor am I. Yeah, okay. Dale Jr. makes everything interesting. That That guy is... One of the real special sports people I've ever seen. And he got me just interested enough to tune in and watch that. Um, and then I uh, I watched the uh, Minnesota Wild play. Now that's a good team. That's my team that I'm, I'm picking, that I'm hoping. Really? Uh, my Kings are pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh, that wild team is fun to watch. Yes, they are. They score a lot of goals. Uh, I think the Rangers are going to be okay, too. You know, They won last night. It was a very low-scoring game. That's the problem with the Rangers is that they don't score goals. And then Shesterkin is so terrific in the nets. I mean, the guy's given up like three goals over the last three or four games. So, I mean, he's playing great. But, yeah, I understand. Um, hockey is great in the winter. I love hockey. I love hockey more in the playoffs, though, because that's when it gets real. Oh, there's nothing better than Stanley Cup hockey. Nothing better. Nothing I, better. I still feel the void. Uh, <laughs> <I> still, <laughs> it's it's there. Right. Oh, but, I miss it. I miss it in a way because we did so well with it. You know, I, I'm used to seeing a few more W's on my Sunday screen, but whatever. You know what? It'll be back sooner than we think. I don't think I'll watch any of this XFL nonsense, though. I just can't get into a league that'll probably last two weeks. Yeah, I, I don't know about that whole. 
you know, the, I, I was around when the original USFL came out. Me too. I remember Herschel Walker, remember? Herschel Walker. There was actually a team in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Portland Storm. Great helmets. There's uh, <laughs> Herschel and Steve Young. Uh, it was interesting. Donald it, Trump. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> right? Oh, I made your cough come back, didn't I? Yeah. I need some more coffee. Uh-oh. Anyway, this is going to be an interesting show because, you know, we plan on talking football every single week during the summer season, during the off season. And today, you know, I'm a subscriber of The Athletic. I know that you are also, Michael. Yes. I enjoy it. I don't know why. I guess I understand why people don't like it. Maybe it's because they just don't want to pay. But at the end of the day, I enjoy their articles. I enjoy some of the football. I enjoy the college basketball. And I enjoy the hockey coverage. Those are the best ones that they do here. But this guy, there's a a writer there. And I'm going to butcher your name, sir. And I hope that I don't. But if I do, please apologize because I'm a fan. And that's Shale Capadia. And he's a guy who I like to read during the week during the NFL season because he makes predictions and he does pretty good. You know, he's not a professional handicapper or sports better. He's just a guy feeding his family with his talent. And so I enjoy his takes and I enjoyed watching him do well this year. And he's come out with his piece and it's titled Kirk Cousins in Denver, Matt Ryan in Cleveland. What about Rodgers and Russ? Ten, in parentheses, mostly, bold NFL offseason predictions. Now, you had this for a while, too, so you this is not coming out of left field. And I enjoyed this, but let's start with number one. Aaron Rodgers returns to the Green Bay Packers. Now, what do you think about him return, Aaron Rodgers returning to the Green Bay Packers? And what do you think is going to happen, Michael, with this team and with him? That seems like the logical thing to happen. He's weird, so you never know for sure. Right. But they've got salary cap problems. And I would assume that if he goes back, he wants Devontae Adams back. And how are they going to fit them both under the cap? That's tough. I don't know how they do that. I'm sure they can. But, you know, when you talk about this team, you know, they've – they're like 39 and 10 over the past three seasons during the regular season. And they made it to the NFC championships twice. And you almost want to see them run it back because you never know lightning in a bottle, right? Maybe they'll uh, get over that postseason blues that they seem to have, but that's an expensive package. Here's the deal. If you look at the old, when the Patriots were uh, dominant, mm-hmm. one of the reasons they were dominant is they always had the uh, number one seed because their division was so poor. Right. Minnesota's in a retool, rebuild. Chicago sucks. Detroit sucks. They've got kind of a paved pathway again to uh, home field advantage. So I would assume that if that's what his motivator is, that that's that's the place for him. Sure. I mean, his offensive line is really good, too. 
what quarterback, especially an aging one, wants to play behind a bad offensive line? And this is not the issue. You know, I'm kind of curious how he truly gets along with his coach, Matt LaFleur. I, I, I don't I don't know if he does or not, but he did say a couple times this season that this is the most fun he's had in a long time as a football player. And he did say, and publicly on Twitter, in fact, and he doesn't go on Twitter too often because, you know, he gets flamed when he does. He said Devontae Adams is the best football player he's ever played with. I would, wow, that's a toughie. But what do you do when you're 38? You've already got a championship. You already have your ring. You are a first ballot Hall of Famer. You seem to be in decent shape outside of COVID, though. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Do you stay there or do you just uproot after so many years in one place and play for another team? I I can't imagine. Um, You know, the other thing that that we have a hard time getting our arms around Mm -hmm. is what happens if he does go? If you look at Denver, which is where most people have put him, because they've got the capital to make it happen, mm-hmm. to picks, et cetera. That's a good team with a lot of weapons for a guy like Rodgers. Now, I, I can't see him going someplace without a deep wide receiver core and a good running game. And if you're going to make a team for Aaron Rodgers, that's what they did in Green Bay. I, I can't see him going anywhere. Except retiring. I could see him retire. Maybe. But, you know, I think one of these days it's going to dawn on Aaron Rodgers that he's famous because he's a football player, not because he's a great intellectual uh, social leader in the United States. <laughs> right. So he might want to hang on to what actually gives him a platform because he won't have one when he quits. I can't see him doing TV. I mean, he's kind of, he's not really uh, articulate in that way. He's got the personality of a chapped ass. Yeah, Come- there you go. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to be delicate, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's Monday morning. I'm tired. I understand. Yeah, you're you're much more perkier during the football season. <laughs> Because we had something to look forward to next weekend. <laughs> yeah, now it's. But he does. He doesn't have the personality for TV. He doesn't have personality for much stuff. But he's really good at what he does. Really so, good. Hall of Fame stuff might, there. Yeah, I think so. I think I honestly think he stays in Green Bay or he retires. There's no way I would go to Denver if I were him. I think he can make it happen easily. I think Devontae Adams is going to make that happen because, you know, if you're a wide receiver, it's not a bad thing having Aaron Rodgers find you in the end zone repeatedly and and give you 1,000-yard seasons without even blinking. No, that's a match made in heaven for both of them. Oh, yeah. I would never leave that. If they can find the money to sign them both. They will. They'll pare it down some other way. And this gives Jordan Love a chance to um, be an understudy for another year because he didn't really look that great when he played for when he replaced Aaron Rodgers that game where Aaron Rodgers had 
some kind of issue. I don't remember what it was. Oh, he had COVID. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Russell yeah. Wilson. Returning to the Seahawks? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, probably. Um, that's a weird team. Um, Pete Carroll's getting up there. Mm-hmm. They've got a real deficiency on the offensive line. Uh, they've got their, their running backs are good when they're healthy, but I think the last time they were healthy was a couple of years ago. A couple, Tyler Lockett and Metcalf. I like Lockett a lot more than I like Metcalf. Okay. Um, but where else is he going to go? And supposedly he's got a really short list of uh, places that he will go. Um, that's more possible to see a move there, I think, than with Aaron Rodgers. They could trade him to Denver. Like you said, we said Denver's looking for a quarterback or looking for an upgrade. That would be an upgrade. You know, but Seattle's offense is not that bad, honestly. They're actually pretty good, like very good. Like in eight of the ten seasons with Wilson, they're top eight in offensive DVOA. That's from the article. Like I said, this is a well-researched article, even if we agree or disagree. Pete Carroll is 71, though. And they are coming off a lousy season. You think yeah. that you think that the two of them, Russell Wilson and, and Pete Carroll, sit down over whatever they do and say, you know what, seven and ten's not us. Let's go out of this thing with a bang and win this whole thing. And let's see if we can't fix some things like this offensive line that makes me run for my life every time I say hike. And, and you know, fix a little things. I think he would be. I think he stays. Because I think he likes Seattle. I know that the Seattle fans sometimes are a little uh, ambivalent toward him, if you will. They're not really happy with him sometimes. They think they need a change. But we've talked about this so many times on this show with you and I, that how who are you going to replace him with? Who replaces Russell Wilson in Seattle if they do trade him? And where, what do you think he can get, though? What could a team get for Russell Wilson? Oh, well, a hall, huh? So, if there was one quarterback that I could pick for my favorite team, it would be Russell Wilson. There you go. He's fantastic. Uh, he's, he's just been running for his life for so long. You know, it's not much fun back there, I wouldn't think. He's the closest thing that I've ever seen to Tarkenton. Really? Except he's got a much better arm than Tarkenton ever had. Um, the escapability that he has, and sometimes I swear that he's watched old film of Francis uh, because he uses a lot of the same moves. Um, he, he throws a great deep ball. My gosh, he throws a beautiful deep ball. Uh, Russell Wilson catches a lot of crap, I think, because of who he's married to. and uh, He doesn't come across as the most sincere person ever. Right. But football-wise, oh, my gosh. Yeah, give up whatever you have to because that's that's a Super Bowl quarterback. And there's, what, five of those? Maybe four. Yeah. There's not many, is there? 
No, there's there's just not. And uh, if there was one guy that you you mortgage the farm for, it's Russell Wilson. Could you see him slinging balls to Justin Jefferson next next it, season? My dreams every night, son. <laughs> I know, I get it too. I totally get it because you know, but he does have a couple of pretty good receivers, um, Lockett and Metcalf, and that that helps a lot, but. I wouldn't want to take snaps behind that offensive line at age 33. I'm sorry. But there, he that man runs for his life every time, he, like I said, every time he says hike. And, you know, even though the grass isn't always greener, Minnesota would be a really good destination for him. I, I think so. <laughs> I, I know you do. Oh, I've thought so for a long time. I know you have. So, listen, the number three on this uh, Mr. Cupadia's list, the Colts trade Carson Wentz to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hmm. Do you think the Indianapolis Colts are upset with Carson Wentz or are upset that they made the move to get him? He didn't have a bad year. I think that they made the move that they had to make because they didn't have a quarterback. But, you know, again, okay, trade him. Because he does some strange stuff at the wrong times. Yes. Ask any Philadelphia Eagle fan. They'll tell you. But who are you going to replace him with? It's that, not easy. That's the constant problem. You know, if that's a team that's kind of built to win now. So you can draft a quarterback, but you're going to have some – Issues for the first year. Uh, there, I mean, you could get a, a bridge quarterback, but uh, who are you going to sign, Teddy? Um, the, the only bridge quarterback out there that even is interesting to me is uh, Mariota. Yeah, his name's been discussed in this article a couple of times. Could you see Marcus Mariota quarterbacking the Indianapolis Colts, though? Because they do have that fine running game behind him. You know, Mariota, he's used to running for his life, too. And I don't think he's going to have to do that in Indianapolis, per se. But that's not a bad move. I would, If I were the uh, Lions, I would probably look to get rid of Jared Goff. Maybe they could make a trade with Indianapolis and get some picks. For him, possible, but I'll tell you right now. Here, here's my first prediction for next year. Okay, whoever signs Mariota is going to be surprised. He's going to be if he actually lands a starting spot. I think that he might be the surprise of the year. Guy's got talent. Yes, he he came from Oregon. Uh, I watched most of his games. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy is a good quarterback. He's been in some bad situations. Oregon quarterbacks, with outside of Justin Herbert, have often landed in bad situations and had poor careers. Um, I'd like to see what Marcus does uh, with one more shot, being a little more mature than he he uh, he was when he came in. He's still got potential. 
that's my bridge quarterback for Minnesota. There you go. I, I think he's got potential to start for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also. I think that he would be perfect there in a way. Writers are claiming that if Tom Brady doesn't come back, they're going to go with Gabbert. Really? I, I've heard it over and over and over again now uh, that Leftwich and Arians think that Gabbert is a good quarterback. <laughs> that can't be right. I I'd like to see. I'd like to hear it out of their own mouths, to be honest. But well, I guess you can't really badmouth your backup. I guess not. But we can. He's we not can. the answer there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I I'm just telling you what I heard. Yeah, that. But you know what? Stranger things have happened. I mean, I guess when you look at these coaches and what they say. I guess, what is he supposed to say? You know, he can't really come out and say, you know what, this guy's rubbish, but what are we going to do? He may be their starting quarterback next year because they can't find somebody else. It's a hard, I would think it's a hard replace of Tom Brady. I think it would be very difficult to replace him, to be the quarterback coming in after him. Yeah, who wants to do that? Not too many people do. Uh, I I watched it up close and personal with Jay. And, uh... (laughs) When he took over for Marino, and uh, it, it's always tough, you know. It's always difficult to uh, follow up a Hall of Famer. Always difficult, so tough. But the B- Tampa Bay, though, I just think uh, they're going to be players in this free agent market. They're going to come out and try to get somebody to take Brady's place. And I kind of feel like it's not Gabbert. Maybe they're just trying to be silly and be coy, you know, or to be uh, politically correct and not bury their guy before they have to. I don't know. Um, The thing that I always, because I'm old, Mm -hmm. I remember people who everybody had given up on who eventually had Big careers. Right. Jim Plunkett. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, they buried Plunkett was buried. Nobody had any use for him. He comes back and wins the Super Bowl. Um, there have been others. Brad Johnson in Tampa Bay. Right. Brad Johnson started with the Vikings. Uh, you never know, and coaches know a lot more than we do. Mm-hmm. So I don't discount the possibility that they've seen something. I mean, Gabbert was what? He was what, a top five pick when yeah. he came out. Uh, so he's got some tools, and who knows? Do I doubt it? Yes. <laughs> but anything's possible anything's possible like trading Jimmy Garoppolo to the Washington Commanders what a lame name yeah I was just gonna say what is that all about these people man their political correctness just destroy stuff in so many ways stop it with this stuff I mean come on what 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 is the name Redskins who did it really hurt didn't hurt anybody come on stop it but they are the commanders. They don't command much attention. They don't command much attention on this program anyway. 
but today they will because the the plan here, number four of bold predictions, is to trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Washington Commanders. I think Commanders is better than football team, though. Yeah. It's not as good as the one I have for them. Very slightly. Misogynist. I think the Washington misogynist would be a perfect fitting or, name for that bunch over there. One that they can live up to. For sure. They, without working too hard at it either. Yeah, who knows what they're going to do? I, I what's what's the difference between Fitzpatrick and Garoppolo? Age. Yeah, that's about it. Um, they they're they're going to do something because I don't think they're going to go with Tyler Heineke, who I thought did a really good job for where he from. Uh, he, he was going to be the backup in Minnesota and he kicked a sliding glass door and <laughs> cut the tendon in his foot. And that was the last we saw of him in a Viking uniform. Wow. A little trivia for you there. There you go. You know, this is possible. This is possible. You, you know, Jim G is going somewhere. Um, He's an interesting study because he's been to a Super Bowl. He's been to an NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets absolutely no respect. None. And, yeah, the coach can be a quote-unquote genius, but the coach doesn't play. And I don't understand the lack of respect for a guy that's really accomplished more than about 28 of the other quarterbacks in the National Football League in the last few years. Right. He has a problem staying healthy. Granted, that that's an issue. But he's a hell of a lot better than some of the people that have jobs right now. I would say he's better than the guy in Minnesota. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different. Right. But, yeah, he is. And that's just it. He has two Super Bowl rings with New England. People, like you mentioned, he's been to Super Bowls. He knows what the story is. He he was an understudy to Tom Brady for years. And when he came in in relief for Tom Brady, he was okay then, too. And if he hadn't missed one pass, he'd have a Super Bowl ring that he earned on his own. There you go. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So whoever gets him, uh, if he stays healthy, they got a good deal. And the 49ers will too because they dumped $25.5 million in cap space. Yeah, it's it's all going to depend on if Trey Lance is ready. Uh, evidently, he he looked close enough to ready for me when he played this year. Right. Uh, he's got some talent. So it's... It, it's a good deal all the way around, and if Washington gets him, all the better. Uh, there's some talent on that side of the ball in Washington. Terry McLaurin's there. Mm-hmm. I like a, a lot. Yes. Um, maybe. Maybe. I think I he's going to end up in Tampa Bay, Jimmy Garoppolo. That would be the logical place to me. 
I would think so. He play, he fits what they're what they're trying to do. You know, he's not the most mobile guy, but he can do what he needs to do. You give him an offensive line behind him, maybe he won't get destroyed. And you know, he would be under a different type of system than the Shan- than the Shanahan one, and uh, could work out for him. Yep, it it could. I I don't have any. Uh... I'm I'm a lot higher on Garoppolo than most people are. Yeah, um, I don't blame you. He's 33 and 14 as a starter in the NFL. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Kirk Cousins doesn't have that kind of record, does he? Kirk Cousins is Mister 500. Yeah, but he's great. <laughs> you know what though? He'll win you money on DraftKings in a, in a daily fantasy though. That's one thing he's really good at. But maybe not anymore. Not as much. But we'll see what happens with Garoppolo. But here's this one here. This is interesting. The Steelers sign Marcus Mariota and draft a quarterback. Now, I can certainly see the Steelers drafting a quarterback. But they got a couple quarterbacks in their stable now. They've got uh, Mason Rudolph. And they have uh, Dwayne Haskins. And I would think he's going to give one of those guys a shot first. But yeah. he's not going to sign Marcus Mariota, is he? He's going to sign somebody because those two cannot play. They're just, they can't play. They, they have to sign somebody. You're not going into a season with Mason Rudolph for crying in the night. They've tried that. Um, and... The kid from Ohio State's a complete bust. Period. Probably so, yeah. So this one makes a lot of sense. Uh, and again, I think if they do sign Mariota, uh, they're back to being a playoff team. Right. I, you know what? At least they got there this year. You know, Tomlin's dragged some pretty bad teams to the uh, playoffs. But I think the best signing... Or the most well-known signing the Steelers are going to make is when they uh, sign Brian Flores as an assistant coach for the linebackers. I think that's probably their biggest, splashiest move. I, I just don't see them doing anything, honestly. I think they'll, he'll start the season with one of those two quarterbacks at the helm, and then he'll probably draft one and maybe just go with the rook. How can he go with one of those two? They can't play. Yeah, he know. I think he knows that also. But at least they're familiar with the system. And yeah. maybe he's just one of those coaches that just believes more in his players than we think. You know, Co- Mason Rudolph got him. At least they finished the season above 500 after Roethlisberger got hurt. Yeah, I just. I know. I, I hear you. I agree with you 100%. Haskins, you know what's amazing to me? Everyone talks about how great a coach Urban Meyer is or was at Ohio State. And the two quarterbacks that were ahead of Joe Burrow, Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins, neither led their team to a championship. I'm sorry, Haskins probably did, didn't he? But uh, Justin Fields didn't lead his team anywhere. And look at them in the NFL floundering. I think Justin Fields will end up being fine. You think so? Yeah. I, I, you know, I've heard the same stuff you have. 
you know, he's not a fast processor, but who, who is when they come in like that as a rookie? Uh, very few. The coach obviously was not a gold star coach. Um, I think he'll be fine. Okay. I don't think I don't think Haskins is ever going to see the field again. Yeah, but I could tell you this. I think this article points out one thing is that Malik Willis, that kid from Liberty University, may be the kid number that Tomlin drafts. The number twelve pick in the NFL draft is Malik Willis to the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to steal his pick. If Coach Tomlin or his people hear this show, and, and there's a good chance that could happen, um, yeah, that would be interesting. But I would love to see. I love watching that Malik Willis play, though. I don't care what anybody thinks about this kid and where he plays, and you know the type of competition he's played against. I love watching that kid, and 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 that competition that they play against. Yeah, well, you can talk about that as something, but Trevor Lawrence sure didn't benefit anything from his Clemson days because he didn't look very good either. But yeah. Willis has all the tools of a prototype New Times NFL quarterback. Yep, there's and no doubt about that. You think he's going to be around at the 12th pick, though? Because I don't know. I think he's going to probably go higher than some people think. When we get through the combine closer to the draft, we might find out that that's true. Um, however, you can always move up in the draft. You need to be bold. And Minnesota needs to be bold about this move. Yeah, like this, this article is very bold. Um, the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins to the Denver Broncos. Now listen to what he wrote, though. This is funny, man. He said, Dear Denver, I love your city. But given my prediction in this piece, I completely understand if I am not allowed back for a while. Look forward to seeing you down the road. Be well. Because, <laughs> you know, Kirk Cousins, if you trade him to your fantasy team, it's not such a bad move. But I don't think trading him to your real-life National Football League team is a good move. I, would, I, I don't think he does anything in Denver. You know, Kirk Cousins can do a couple things well. Uh, if he's protected well, he throws a very pretty, very accurate ball. But the issue with Cousins, among the many, number one, he, he does not know how to lead a team. He does not inspire anybody to be better than they are. And he just folds up like a tent under pressure. I, I'm not a fan, obviously. Um, he's got a lot of them in Minnesota that are coming out of the woodwork now, defending Kirk Cousins. I don't know that Denver would want him. Denver's general manager is the former assistant general manager of the Minnesota Vikings. And if anybody knows Cousins, it's going to be George Payton. If he wants him, he's welcome to him. But the financial ramifications of keeping him in Minnesota are huge. This is a $44 million cap hit next year. And, you know, they're, 
they're pretty good on the offensive side of the ball, but the whole defense is going to have to be rebuilt. They're 12 million over the cap right now. Bunch of veterans uh, hitting free agency. I don't, they've got to do something. And if Denver will take him, they can have him. Uh, just find a place for him. Allegedly, yeah. Carolina okay. is interested in Cousins. Really? Yeah. Well, that would kind of make sense, though, because they don't have much there. Well, I, I'm guessing Darnold would be involved in some sort of trade for you Cousins. Don't, you don't want that guy either. Don't really want him either. Uh, I like the idea of trade him for picks, get a bridge quarterback, draft a youngster, and grind your teeth all year. And next year, year after, maybe do something special. But Cousins is an albatross. And, and people don't get this. If you watch Cousins' history... He doesn't care about football nearly as much as he cares about his bank book. Right. He's not going to make Minnesota a deal on an extension. He's not going to make the team he's traded to a deal on an extension. He is going to try to break the bank again. Can't say I blame him. It is a dangerous sport. It's a dangerous sport. He's already made $150 million. So why not do what Brady used to do, which is take less money and actually try to win something for once in your life? Maybe have uh, a legacy beyond being 500? Because that's basically his record. And, you know, how much more money do you need, Kirk? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying you know, take a five million dollar a year deal, but you know, twenty, and actually win something. But it'll never happen. Probably not. But they they did opine about Teddy Bridgewater possibly returning to Minnesota. That wouldn't bother a lot of fans there, I don't think. I think he would if if he doesn't have that horrific injury. We don't talk about Kirk Cousins in a Minnesota Vikings uniform. Well, if he doesn't have that horrific injury, a lot of things are changed. But reality is, because I was the world's biggest Teddy fan. Right. Every, all Minnesota fans were at some point totally invested in Teddy. He had good whiteouts in Denver and didn't really use them. Um. I, I don't think Teddy's got the arm. He's never had a good arm, a big arm. But when you lose so much in a one leg as he lost, it's hard to get the ball down the field. And Teddy has a hard time doing that. And the Minnesota offense is going to be the L.A. offense, the Ram offense. And it's going to be a lot downfield to Jefferson and Thielen if they keep him. K.J. Osborne, uh, we've got the uh, young tight end coming back this year, Irv Smith. You need somebody with an arm. And Mariota is the, the guy I'm looking at. 
There you go. I like it. The Atlanta Falcons trade Matt Ryan to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, not gonna happen. No, that's not gonna happen. I think it'd be I think it'd be a serious upgrade over Baker Mayfield, but because that's a you know you put Matt Ryan behind the offensive line like what Baker has with weapons that show up every night like the Cleveland Browns have with Jarvis Landry, and you know what you got. You're going to put some points on the board and a running game. Remember how the the Atlanta Falcons were really good when they had the big running back, the kid uh, who got hurt? Um, he was some kind of player, too. And they got to the Super Bowl. They had a backup running back that was good, and life was good for them. But now they don't have that sort of thing. And And so what I'm thinking is why not? put him on the Browns because Baker Mayfield isn't going to, they're not, the Cleveland Browns are not going to win anything with Baker Mayfield. You know, maybe they'll win an Emmy for the uh, progressive commercials that they get or that they've been traipsing out there ad nauseum during the football season. But outside that, that kid's not winning anything with the Cleveland Browns. I'm, I'm pretty much on the same Viewpoint. I I tried. I tried to root for Baker Mayfield. Uh, I like it when the little guys do well. Mm-hmm. But I, I I think you're right. I don't think I, I think he's hit his his ceiling. But I don't think I don't think Atlanta can trade Matt Ryan. I mean that's a massive uh, cap hit. Right. It is forty point five million bucks. I don't think you can go there and um, and field a team, but I, I'm not sure what Atlanta or Cleveland is going to end up doing because if Atlanta just rolls it back for another year, they're going to have just about the same result. Probably There's so. Too many holes on that team. Way too many. And that's a pity because, you know, that that was quite a Super Bowl he was in against Brady and those guys. Yeah. 29-point blown lead. But the Browns, the Browns desperately need somebody. I mean, I guess they're not desperately need, but you have to take advantage of certain things like offensive line. And let's not forget that defense the Browns have isn't too shabby either. But when they let the team down, the Browns' offense can't generate enough yards or points to back them up. And that's been the case in the Baker Mayfield era. But at least, you know, we hear him say nice things like, I'm waked up, I woke up feeling dangerous today. You know, okay, <laughs> Oh, my. Yeah. Something's wrong with the boy. I, I, I think he's he, he drank too much full-of-myself uh, juice one day and overdosed. Could be the Las Ra- the Las Vegas Raiders trade Derek Carr to the Colts. Now that is interesting, but I don't think Derek Carr goes anywhere. I think he's a Raider for life, is what I think. I think he should be. Yes, I don't, I don't get. You know, we've talked about this before. I don't get the Derek Carr hate. <laughs> he's he's tough. He throws a good ball. He is a good leader. What the hell do you people want? <laughs> I just, 
I like Derek Carr. I like him as a player. Um, if they trade him again, they, they've got the same problems as everybody else. Well, who, who are you going to uh, replace him with? I, I don't think Wentz is uh, Josh McDaniel's cup of tea. Uh, I don't I don't get the Derek Carr hate. He shouldn't be going anywhere. I don't think he will either. But it is an interesting proposition. Carr is entering the final year of his contract. And it, is, it has been lucrative for him, but not by his peer standards. You know, he makes a lot less than most people. I know 19.8 million is a lot, but not when you compare it to some of these other cats getting a lot more and doing a lot less with a lot more than Derek Carr has. You know, Derek Carr's had to deal with coaching changes. He's had to deal with location changes. I think this is the third city the Raiders have been in since he's been with the Raiders. So he's dealt with a lot. And yet, he still gets up he still throws the ball really well. And if he had a weapon or two somewhere, we'd really see something. But for whatever reason, he hasn't. And the ones that they did bring in didn't really pan out the way they had hoped. But he does the best he can. You don't see him complain a whole lot either, do you? No, I I, I love the guy. Since, I, I yeah. You know, since since that draft, I have thought he was going to be the... the uh, cream of the crop of that bunch. I, I like Derek Carr a lot. There's nothing I, wrong with that, by the way. I, I don't get the don't get the hate. Don't get the I mean, you guys live with Kirk Cousins for a couple of years and come talk to me about Derek Carr. Or like the Browns fans have to live with Baker Mayfield right after they had to deal with Johnny Mansell. Oh, jeez. No wonder Baker looks good. Yeah. But, now we'll bring a real one in. They, you know what? The kid that's the backup in the for the Browns should be the starter, Case Keenum, right? He's an old friend of yours. The the difference between Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield is age. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Keenum made it to the NFC Championship game with the Vikings. Um, he made it because we had great receivers that bailed his. Uh, self out, but he got there. He got there, and yes, wouldn't surprise me to see him uh, repeat that with Cleveland. That'd be if they if they can calm him down. I mean, you would watch these games. He would win these games with the Vikings, and Zimmer's eyes would be big around his saucers because there was an equal chance that he was throwing the game away, but the receivers bailed him out a lot. And he just had a knack for making good things happen. Uh, and I, yeah, I take him over Mayfield. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So here we got the Eagles. They're going <laughs> to add a quarterback to compete with or replace Jalen hurts. So what did Jalen Hurts do so horribly that we're ready to replace him? I think you're a much bigger Jalen Hurts fan than I am. Maybe so. I, I, How do I put this? I'm a fan of covering when I suggest that they'll win or cover. 
And he seemed to do that quite well last year. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to pick on him. Uh, the the Eagles, you know, their team is, their franchise is a dumpster fire, really. So if you get sent there, I mean, you know, unless you're in the Ron Jaworski days, that team ain't been so great. Okay, they won a Super Bowl. Okay, but you know what? They ain't that good. I mean, they're just not that good. So I think you deserve the quarterback you get. And Jalen Hurts and that Philly, that Philly uh, media, sports media, those people are rough, man. They're rough. So I kind of have a soft spot for Jalen Hurts. That's the difference between you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Or one of them, anyway. He, he, um, I, I, I don't see how you go with him for another year. Uh, he covered up some deficits that they have in terms of receiver depth because he's able to run, but he's not able to throw. He can't anticipate a throw. I think I thought they would be better off with Minshew. I think uh, th- this reporter has nailed this. They've got three first-round picks. One way or another, they're going to draft somebody. And if that somebody can produce in uh, training camp, Hertz might be the backup. And Minshew should be wanted by a lot of these teams that are looking for bridge quarterbacks so they can dump salary on the one they've got now. I like Minshew better than Hertz. Yeah. He, he did a nice job in Jacksonville, and then he got kind of uh, sautéed there. But, again, Minshew, he, what weapons did he have in college to throw to that I uh, like, say, uh, Trevor Lawrence had? I mean, that's what I, I've had people tell me, that the best quarterbacks are the ones who know how to hit receivers that aren't the best receiver in the country. You know, and... uh I think uh, maybe that's what Jalen Hurts' problem is. He's used to throwing to big-time receivers. You know, at college, there's only like six or seven programs with that kind of booming talent. You know, you got Clemson and uh, Oklahoma and these people. But Jalen Hurts, I don't know. I I, I want to see him play another year, Michael. I, I guess maybe I don't like the Eagles much, but... And they haven't been great since the Super Bowl, as correctly pointed out in this article. They were they're thirty one, thirty three, and one since they won the Super Bowl. They should have never got rid of Nick Foles. That was their first mistake. I'm not going to go there. Okay. I'm not a fan of his either. No. Okay, that's fair. But I I was surprised that they did as well as they did this year. Um, I think that Hertz is a gimmick. Gimmicks usually are only good for about a year. They've got to find somebody else, and and I think they will. Three first-round draft picks. They've got a haul. They can rebuild that team on the fly if they make the right picks, which would mean not picking Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Have you ever seen the video of the Minnesota – uh, war rooms sweating out that pick because Minnesota picked right after Philly mm-hmm. 
and they're way, they're sitting there and it's COVID. So they're in separate places now. Right. Zimmer's at his house and uh, Spielman is at his and the whole organization has their fingers crossed, hoping Philly blows that pick. And they did. <laughs> and as soon as it was announced, they'd pick Jefferson. Yeah, they didn't wait long today. No. Smart and move. Those were few and far between in the last few years, but it was the best one in a long time. Tom Brady unretires. And is on an NFL roster in week one. I could see that happening too. Apparently he didn't get along with our Bruce Arians that well in Tampa Bay. And he didn't want to come back. So he retired. Took his ball and went home, so to speak. To the land of kale and uh, wheat germ. But I, I, I say this to say, you know, I'm being cheeky because the guy is phenomenal shape he just looks good he didn't look 44 years old at any point in that season maybe towards the end he looked a little tired but maybe he was tired of Arians you don't know but he did lead the league in a couple of serious categories you know yards thrown and touchdowns so that's not bad so what do you think here does does Tom Brady return or does he say you know what I am going to stay out of this I like what this guy said. If he's if he does come back, it'll be a San Francisco. Um, Tom Brady is amazing. When I was a kid, Oakland had a backup quarterback that was in his forties. His name was George Blanda. Yes, and he by the time. Uh, I was old enough to watch football. He he had been an incredible quarterback in the old AFL, mm-hmm. but he was nothing more than a place kicker at this stage in his career. And they had to drag him out uh, because I believe it was Daryl LaMonica got hurt. Daryl LaMonica, yep. And George Blanda at this ancient age, I think he was 42 or 43, something like that, mm-hmm. um, came up with these huge comebacks. And they would show Blanda on the sideline. <laughs> his hair was completely gray. His face was deeply lined. He had no teeth. And you look at him, and then you look at Tom Brady, <laughs> and it's like, my God, how the world has changed. Yeah. It's, modern medicine is a beautiful thing, too. It's amazing, the difference. Because, I mean, Blanda looked like your grandpa out there playing football and Tom Brady looks like he could still take the field, still play. If, if you did not know how old he was and how long he'd been around, you just watch the games, just watch the games and judge him on what he does. You'd never know how old that guy is. And, and to me, it's just mind blowing, but I think this guy's got it right in this article. If he comes back, he's coming back with San Francisco. Yeah, that's his hometown team. He grew up rooting for that team. Joe Montana days, he probably, he's old enough to remember them. Oh, yeah. Steve Young days. He didn't mimic him much. <laughs> no. Tom Brady's not going too far with his feet, but then he didn't have to. He did a lot of things with his head. 
You know, he didn't have the biggest arm, but he still won. I could see him coming back with the 49ers. I could see him saying, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to just sit back and watch for a year and just enjoy my life without having to travel every week. Yeah, my whole my only problem with all of the speculation is is I don't think he would have quit if he didn't mean it. Yeah, that's probably possible too, but uh all this will come out very soon, I'm sure. We have the draft coming up in a few short weeks. We got the combine coming up. We'll we'll have all the schedules released. We'll get the win totals up there. And we'll have plenty to talk about all summer long. Great stuff today, dude. Good to be with you as always, Phil. Always a pleasure. That's Michael Noonan. You can find him on Twitter at Phoenix Preacher. And if you're so inclined and want to head on over and check out his website, check it out at phoenixpreacher.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to thank PlayUp for presenting this show. PlayUp.com. Sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. All picks made on this show and my premium picks are tracked at betstamp.app. You can find the link to that in my Twitter profile. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves, be good, and most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.